Datology Coach podcast. Hello, Sarah. I feel like this is going to be a good one. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey. Well, hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, so forgive us for being late on this episode. We did record a few days ago and Zencaster really, uh, we, we have to look into something else. There are a lot yeah. of issues <laughs> with Zencaster. But in yeah. any case, uh, I Not wanted good. to say thank you to the people who, who sent emails about uh, Jackson passing away. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was rough. Um, no pun intended, of course. Uh, but Aww. I'm just glad that he's not uh, suffering anymore. I think that's the, 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 the real takeaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I get to keep Sam and Brooke for another month. So that's, nice. you know, I, I wish it was different. For, I wish it was for different reasons. But in any case, thank you for, uh, for the show of support. So, Sarah, yesterday mm-hmm. I was picking up a dog mm-hmm. on Park Avenue. And so I had oh. to, and we were walking through, a, you know, around Madison Avenue, very, mm-hmm. very, very, you know, ritzy place on the Upper East very Side. Very New York. Yeah. Very New York. Very classic New York. Very gossip girl. Yeah. So, and that's fitting for what I'm, the story I'm about to tell. <laughs> so I passed by this building that I remember being a, a building where a friend of mine or more of a frenemy lived. And we were, fr- we were frenemies in our early 20s. We had oh, met in Boston. Uh, she went to BU. I went to Emerson. We met mm-hmm. at an MIT frat party, and it Great. turns out we were hooking up with the same guy. Love that. Love it. And that's I, also we, how I got my little. Got your what? My little. Your little what? You, you know, we're talking about college. My my little, my sorority. Oh 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 oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> so uh, she must have known. She must have known that he and I were hooking up because she came up to me. Like it was very intentional. And even back then, a wee young Kristen had yeah. some pretty good critical thinking skills and could read people pretty well. Okay. And I and I knew this wasn't a coincidence. She was like, So, um, you know, do you know of any I know any of the brothers here? Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, I know this one. Oh, really? Oh my God. Like, um, I'm hooking up with him. And I was like, uh-huh. Because I could just tell where this was going, and I said, "You know, you, I, I think you already know I am too." And she's like, "Oh my god, that is so 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 funny." I mean, I just wanted you to know because, like, uh, you know, I just wanted you to know. Whatever. So we become friends. Move to New York. Hmm. We start hanging out here and there. Her main object. Now she came from a very wealthy family. From mm-hmm. she's from Savannah, Georgia. Very wealthy family, and she had a very specific goal in mind when it came mm-hmm. to a husband. She wanted somebody with status. And the okay. thing is, she could get it because she came from status. And so I would go out with her and we would go to happy hours and she was always going to happy hours with different guys where there would be like guys from Ivy Leaguers or med students or whatever. And and God bless her. She met a guy, he was a med mm-hmm. student. Mm-hmm. They got married. Okay. You know, God bless her. She got exactly what she wanted. And I Are and they still I, married? <laughs> yes. And here's the thing. Okay. And and I say that I am not being disparaging when I say she got exactly what she wanted. Like she knew exactly what she wanted. She knew how to get it and she got it. Okay. So because I had passed by this building, I came home yesterday mm-hmm. and I looked her up. And there was only one well, there were two things. One, her Facebook page, and two, her times wedding announcement. Oh, from uh-huh. 19, yeah. you know, from the mid 90s. 
Uh-huh. Okay. I go to the Facebook page and the only two things available to the public are like pictures that are about three years old. And one is of her and her husband. Okay. And one is of her, her husband and their four kids. Okay. And there was nothing else. Like nothing else. That's, well, all right. Right. That's so not that weird, I don't think. Uh, for a 50-year-old? And I mean nothing else on the internet. No LinkedIn. No mentions well, of anything. Does she have a job, do you think? That's the point. <laughs> so that's where I'm headed. Okay. And it made me, because for a second, I was like, ugh. I was back to when we used to hang out and when I would feel really inadequate around her because she always had, she always had a boyfriend. She was always going out on a really like, you know, gossip girl like date. She like she was Blair Blair Waldorf. She was with the even complete with the headbands and walk in closets. That's who she wow. was. And I when I first thought of her and I saw that Facebook, I thought oh, because I'll remember it was like a year after she had gotten engaged. I don't know if I called her or she called me, but we were talking on the phone and I remember her saying, "Do you still live in the same apartment?" And it was the way she okay. said it. Like she like, couldn't believe it. Like she couldn't believe why would you, and, and mind you, I'm still living in that apartment. It's rent controlled. Nobody leaves a rent controlled apartment in Manhattan. No. But also because this is what I can afford. So I remember the shame that I felt when she said that. And so when I saw that Facebook page, that, sh I, that shame came right back. Like I just, yeah. I failed. I wasn't able to do what she did. She always knew what she wanted and she knew how to get it. And I was just this, this mess. And I've just, I mean, we're, but we're, we're, we're doing that thing again, where we frame, uh, her relationship as an accomplishment. You know, she, she, it's not like she got herself out of that apartment. She got married, you know, mm -hmm. that's I, it. Yeah. I, I know. I know. But what I, what struck me, when I Googled and couldn't find anything was exactly what she said, what you just said. Does she work? What does she do? Like, I'm sure she had like the fact that the only thing that's visible is her husband and her kids, where she went to school and her, her times wedding announcement. Mm -hmm. Like, what does that say? It says, if anyone's going to look me up, this is what they're going to find. Yeah. And True. there's something about that. Now, this I again I'm not disparaging her because as I thought about this, she probably had to make some sacrifices for that life. Yes, you know because I remember her being really excited about her career when we moved to New York, mm -hmm. and uh, what happened there? Like maybe she know. was in a situation where her husband didn't want her working and wanted her home raising the kids. You know, like maybe yeah. I guess where yeah. I was going with that is you know Kristen. <laughs> everybody makes different choices. Everybody has their own path. And comparing your insides to somebody's outsides will never, will never go, go well, will never end well for you. I think, it, I think you also made a good point about how um, choices are inherently limiting, right? You make one choice and another is eliminated. Mm -hmm. um, did I say eliminating? I meant limiting. Oh, limiting. Okay. Yeah. There are, Choices are limiting because when you make one, you eliminate another. Mm -hmm. That's what I meant to say. Um, which explains FOMO or not FOMO. What is it? Um, decision fatigue. YOLO. <laughs> well, I think decision fatigue, but I just, for some reason, I thought there was an acronym for a mm -hmm. second. Mm -hmm. But I, it, it, 
it's funny how, you know, even as like as women, you know, I, I admit it. I fir- I went to the first place I went to is oh, I wonder if she's still married. I that was the first place I went to also. <laughs> you know, I, but I always think that about doctors. Doctors and cops, I always assume that they're cheating. Yeah. Well, he's a, I don't want to get too specific here, but let's just say um, his specialty would make it very easy for him to cheat. Sure. (laughs) So, plastic surgery, huh? (laughs) In any case, um, I I guess I, I feel bad. I feel bad. I was so jealous of her. And, and, you know, and I was so jealous of this life that she had. And, you know, here I was, I was privileged, you know, private schools, private college, no student loans, my own, you know, yeah. I, like I had that That's stuff true. too. That's true. Um, and like, what was I, like, what I really resented was her confidence. She had us mm. just, she was a force. And I look back on that and I think, oh. The reason why she was able to get what she wanted at 26 years old is because she knew she could not fail. (laughs) What do you mean? She literally could not fail. I mean, it's easy to be confident and take risks when you cannot fail. Oh, because she had money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, true. In any case, you know what? I'm glad she's, I'm glad they're, I'm glad they're still married. I hope she's happy. Um, and that's it. You know what this reminds me of? I, I saw, um, I saw this via tweet and it really, really stuck with me. Your name is a difficult topic for some couples. So just know that as as much as you're sitting here thinking about her and kind of envying her, someone is also doing that about you. Well, I doubt it. It's true. Nope. They are. (laughs) They are. (laughs) Okay. Everybody is that person for somebody. Okay. I believe you. We're gonna move on to uh, <laughs> we're gonna move on to letters. All right, I'll read the first one. I'm 38 years old, and my boyfriend of eight months is 52. Last year, I left a very toxic and abusive relationship of five years. Prior to that relationship, I was married for 14 years. The relationship I'm in now is the healthiest I've ever been in. In terms of communication, interests, and security, it's exactly what I've always wanted. However, I'm constantly finding myself bored. I like going on dates and traveling. My boyfriend enjoys the same things, but shows little initiative to plan anything for us. He prefers to hang out at home. I've spoken to him about it three times, given him apps he can use to find date ideas, and I've planned a few dates myself, which he's loved. Now I'm becoming resentful, and I'm wondering if I should move on. I have an anxious attachment style, and I want to detach now if that's what I should do, then stay dissatisfied for years, which is my norm. Am I wrong for not focusing on all the good we do have between us and let the rest just be? Okay. Alrighty. What do you think? It's hard to know. <laughs> I mean, we uh, we hear that this is the healthiest relationship that mm-hmm. she's been in mm-hmm. uh, in terms of communication, interest, and security. Um, and then the rest is the rest is negative. Mm-hmm. So I, it's hard to say whether the good outweighs the bad here. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the generational difference is not insignificant. Yeah, I, you know, 
I mean, I think this is that's one of those things that you always hear when you talk about uh, someone significantly younger dating someone significantly older. Like, oh, you're going to be forty and they're going to be fifty five, and yeah. you know they're not going to want to go out, and you're going to want to go out. And I think we're this is we're seeing that here. That might be what this is. Yeah, I mean, I think it all depends on the you know the people in question, the forty year old and the fifty five year olds. I mean. Mm-hmm. This might be a case of like you guys are just not matching energy mm-hmm. levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might here's here's something else. You mentioned travel uh, during a pandemic, and <laughs> is it possible that uh, he likes travel in theory, but isn't traveling currently because he's he's just waiting until it's safe? Maybe. I mean. Because here, because the thing about people who like travel, I find is there are people who who find uh, domestic travel worthwhile, mm-hmm. and people who don't. Mm-hmm. So is that the distinction here? Like, do you want to be doing like little weekend getaways? And he's like, "What's the point?" Yeah. Um. So I think you should probably just. I mean, you say you've you've spoken to him about it three times, but I think. Um, Try one more time, be as blunt as you can, and just be like, this is what I need. This is how I'm feeling. Uh, might not might not use the word resentful, mm-hmm. <laughs> but might try something like, you know, I'm I'm feeling like you're not putting in a lot of effort or um, like you're content to just stay home most of the time, and that's not really where I'm at, mm-hmm. and see what happens. Yeah, also to remember that if you are the one always taking the initiative – See, this is why I don't like when women ask men out, because yeah. if she does it once, they'll expect her to do it again. And I that think is true. I think yeah. men have a tendency to get complacent faster than women do. Yeah, yeah. And so it could be a case of, eh, she's going to do it anyway. So it's kind of like the whole, you know, take out the trash, and they don't. They're like, oh, she's going to do it anyway. And then you do, and they're like, see? <laughs> so- hmm. Learned helplessness. (laughs) Yeah, definitely stop taking the initiative. Like, stop finding him apps. Stop doing all the work for him. But but also pay attention. Like, is this the only area of your relationship where you're kind of doing the emotional labor? (laughs) Pay attention to that. Because you don't want there to be this great disparity between who's doing the most emotional labor. Because if it's mostly you, you know then what are you getting out of this? What are you for, sir? Right. Right? Um, so, like yeah, Sarah's- I, I kind of get the impression that this is a dude who um, just feels like, well, I'll just let her plan things. That mm-hmm. way she's getting what she wants. Mm-hmm. Which is um, lazy. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. like he's making no no effort to um, learn and improve so that he can intuit what you want. Right. And he'll make excuses like, but, but you know better, but you know right. how to do this. You know what, like you said, you know what you want. It's amazing yeah. how people can make excuses that like on the surface kind of make sense, but then all you have to do is think about it a little and you're like, no, stop. Yeah. No, now, I will say I, I, I'm not really um, personally a fan of like one-sided planning of activities. I, I kind of prefer for it to be collaborative. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, the norm. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we get a whole lot of letters from people who are like, you know, my my partner's not planning anything for me. Like he's not he or she is not surprising me, right? Mm-hmm. 
And I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like that's uh, maybe a fairy tale expectation. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're sitting around expecting a surprise date every week that you're happy with, I don't know who that partner is. Yeah. Also, too, after a certain point in a relationship, you know, how often are you, you know, doing, you know, really involved dates? Like that's sort of like yeah. the first six months you're planning all sorts of fun stuff. But then after a point, especially, look, I'm just going to say this, especially in your 50s, you're like, fuck, I'm tired. Well, I'm glad <laughs> you mentioned that because the other thing that occurred to me um, here is like, <laughs> this, this guy has fewer years until retirement. Mm-hmm. And so maybe he's trying to save money. Yeah. Yeah, there are I mean, a lot of and that's and that's why I think this generational difference is not insignificant. Like if mm-hmm. that's the reason, I think that's valid and yeah. I, I wouldn't fault him for that. Mm-hmm. Going out is expensive, especially mm-hmm. when you can drink at home, you know? Mm-hmm. But um I yeah, I wonder why. Is it complacency? Is he trying to save money? Um you know, is he not matching your energy level? Just, just trying to get to the root of this. Yeah, yeah. Give it one more chance, and if he's, t- it, it, I mean, if you're telling him I need this to feel more, to feel more wanted in this relationship, and he's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Fuck that guy. Yeah, there's your answer. <laughs> there's your answer. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Next. Thank you. Next. <laughs> oh boy, this one. Okay. So I've been dating this guy for about a month and things are great. He respects boundaries. I respect boundaries. We both have previous trauma that we are respectful of each and we are respectful of each other's space. We have fun together and we talk about everything. So I get a friend request from his ex-wife and me being a nice person, I consider accepting it because I have nothing to hide. I don't know her, but whatever. Then I go to thinking about it. What are her motives for doing this? I've never dealt with this before. So I sent her a message and said, maybe someday we can actually meet in person and get to know each other and then become friends on Facebook. Until then, I'm sorry, I cannot accept this request. (laughs) He and I have discussed it and agree we do not have room for her in our relationship. I know I did the right thing and I'm not questioning that, but since I've never dealt with stuff like this, what are her motives of sending me that friend request? Is she trying to stir the pot between him and I? Is that just her way of trying to stay connected to him? It's left me confused. Please help. And she sent a follow-up saying more to the story. Mm. Theirs was not an amicable breakup. She Mm -hmm. swindled him and many friends out of money to send to scammers in other countries and was professing her love for several different men at the same time on the internet. She sold her wedding ring two years before they separated and divorced. They do have two grown children in college. I have only just met one of them a a few days ago and will meet the other one in a few weeks. His reaction was just that he said it was up to me to do whatever I felt was best for me and he'd support whatever I did. He did not badmouth her or even discuss her much when I showed him the request, just turned it back to me to make that decision for myself. I do know because of the things she has done, and I probably only know just a little bit, her relationship with her children has been fractured and they don't really have much to do with her. I feel for her. I'm a mom of four and have two grandkids but this is a new, this is new territory for me. This is the first ex to try and befriend me like this. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 So okay. I feel very confident in saying that it's never 
a good thing when an ex reaches out. Absolutely not good. Nope. <laughs> no boy. Nope. And there are multiple reasons why an ex will do this. And one is obviously they haven't moved on and they are befriending the new girlfriend as a way to stay close to the ex. Yeah. And stay breezy. I'm stay- just a cool girl making new friends. <laughs> <laughs> Two, they uh, maybe are uh, maybe didn't even mean to friend request and are sort of pressing the bruise and checking out this woman and comparing, you know, yeah. comparing themselves to the new the new partner. Right. Or three, and the most likely, they're trying to warn the new partner. You think that's the most? I think the second one is most likely. Do you? Yeah. I yeah, think it's a big, tie. Because again, your name is a sensitive subject to some couples. <laughs> I mean, Keep very possibly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, as a matter of fact, I know for a fact my name is a sensitive topic for a few couples. So I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. More than one, even. More than one. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I just get, you know, when we first recorded this, you brought up a very good point. She's saying, well, he didn't badmouth her. She does say that, doesn't she? Didn't but then though? it seems like he badmouthed her. <laughs> it, she knows an awful lot about mm-hmm. this woman. Right. And nothing good. And nothing good. Yeah. Pretty one-sided, isn't it? Yes. And hmm. that alone is sort of, is the red flag. You yep. know, it's great that he said, you know, you can make your own decision. But I mean, he said it after he plied her with all exactly. this terrible exactly. information about her. Yep. So, dude, you, you skewed the response, my friend. So he did badmouth her. Yes. And the story itself makes no sense. Not at all. (laughs) She swindled him and many friends out of money to send to scammers in other countries and was professing her love for several different men at the same time on the internet. Yeah. Oh, so she's a slut too, huh? Right. Gotta work that in there. She sold her wedding ring two years before they separated and divorced. Mm, what? What? I. She sent money to scammers in other countries. So, what are we implying here that she's part of like a ring? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Uh, I beg of you, people, please. When you hear something, and it like really doesn't make any sense, deconstruct <laughs> something, please. You know, if you're going to make an argument, we'll get to that, but. Just deconstruct, <laughs> please, please. Uh, this uh, what he's saying makes no sense. And she None. sold her ring two years before they separated and divorced. Like that, like that would have been enough for me, right? Well, and it's an, you know it's a key detail to share because it paints him as a victim. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Um, you know the two possibilities here are either that he's selectively sharing details to paint her in a negative light, and they're exaggerated or completely false mm-hmm. or they're correct um which means she's on well which means he's very disrespectful mm-hmm. in his presentation of these issues yeah in no way and unkind it, it, he's unkind like this is not this does not reflect well on this man you know He's taught, and and let's keep in mind this is the mother of his children, right? 
you know, there is a very sort of kind of a boundary there. Well, and that's another detail that you selectively got, right? She's, she's not, uh, she's not on the up and up with her children. Like that's, that's a pretty damning detail. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. let's be honest, we have different expectations of mothers than fathers. Mm -hmm. So for a mother not to be close with her children, like he's, yeah, he's telling you, draw your own conclusions, but he laid them out for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I would, uh, I'd accept that friend request. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it. I don't, I don't want to see it. I would, I would accept that friend request and see what she has to say. I would accept that friend request so fast. So fast. (laughs) But I have to say, man, I think this, this woman handled this situation with such grace. You, yeah, you really did. I mean, really very good response. Very good response. But bitch, are you kidding me? Go friend request her. What are you talking about? Yeah. Spill the tea and report yeah. back to us. Yeah, please, please. Third update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no good. No bueno. This is not a good situation. Just be on alert. Just be on alert. Yeah. Pay attention. Uh, because it's this is just not a good sign. No, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. All right, this one makes no sense too, but we're gonna, okay. I guess we're going to do it anyway. So my boyfriend cheated on me, and he was seeing this woman for a month before I found out. But a few months before that, I got in touch with my ex, and I didn't cheat, but I really wanted to. Now I blame myself that he cheated on me because I never loved him, and that's because, and that's because why? Even I though, think take out the because there, and that's why. And that's Even why. Though. Yeah. Even though he said he was cheating on his previous girlfriend, is it my fault? No, and he, who cares? This no, no, and I don't. <laughs> I I I fully concur with no and who cares? <laughs> Not you, my friend. Not you, my friend. He's a cheater, and and you want to be so. Godspeed. Right. That's a that's a bad sign. Bye bye. Thank you. Next. <laughs> I mean, yeah, go. Yeah. Like there's, there's no loss here. He just gave you an out. Take right. the out. Take the out. And go find someone that you do love. Right. Or whatever, you know, whatever you're looking for. Right. Yeah. Who cares? Move Who? on. Next. Keep it moving. Keep it moving, my friends. Yeah. But also not your fault. No, not at all. Not at all. Is You is cannot this your control point? someone's actions for them. I'm going to now do a bit of a Q&A from my Q&A. Speed a round? A speed round, if you will. Okay. If mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. Uh, you will. Around the world. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what do I, why do I get so jealous and bothered when a man tells me he's talking, taking his daughter to XYZ? I've never dated a man with children before. Is it me? Yes. Yep. 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 It is. Um, this is, that's not your best quality friend. Hide it. It's not on it. Uh, (laughs) yeah. His kid's always going to be the priority. Always, 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 always. Yep. And that's just something you need to, you need to accept. And I know it's hard, but I'm going to beg you to not get involved in a situation where you resent the child, right? Especially the daughter of a man, because it just won't end well. And I, and I'm speaking from experience here. Just don't do it. 
Yeah, no, don't do it. You're not going to want to do it. I mean, if, if you can't tolerate that, then just only date men without kids. Right. Yeah. Uh, th- Notice that's what- I didn't say men who don't see their kids, which is a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't okay. date them and don't have sex with them. Right. But men without kids, that's that's your wheelhouse. Yes. Okay, moving on. Are dates still a requirement, expectation, if we're trying to build a friendship first? Newly divorced, how does this work? So for people who are newly divorced, I think dating, specifically online dating, can be very overwhelming. Sure. And especially if they're trying to, especially, especially if they're new to the scene and trying to rebuild their instincts or relearn. Do you know what I mean? Like if they've been out of the game for a while and they haven't had to really rely on their intuition or their instincts, they really are kind of starting from scratch again. So I can see why they want to take things slow. So um, I'm not sure that online dating, I think online dating, if you want to take things slow, then I would say newly divorced, new here, really put that out there because the people looking for a relationship more than likely are going to avoid. Yeah. Um, They're going to know what that means. They're going to know what that means. Um, But also something that might be a a better avenue is to go to like something like meet up and find a special interest group so that you can meet people and make friends with people in an environment where the focus isn't dating and finding a match and singles and, and avoid the singles groups and really yeah. focus on, you know, maybe it's a book club, maybe it's a movie club, a dining out club, whatever it is, because then you have a built in conversation starter. You have a built in reason to be there. Yep. And that's going to help you, I think, relax and get back out there and start interacting and be around people again and really get you ready for actual for dating. Yeah, it also you know, is going to produce friendships organically. Right. And without um, pissing anyone else off. Right. <laughs> like if you try to use dating sites for friendships, you're, you're going to burn a lot of bridges. A lot of yeah. people are going to be mad at you. Yeah, unfortunately, that, that's the truth. And, but I have to say, somebody asked me, you know, if I identify as asexual, if I'm on the asexuality spectrum, how do I, how do I say that in my, how do I say that in my profile? Here's the question. Thank you for mentioning the asexual spectrum spectrum in one of your recent videos. Do you have any tips for asexual people who are dating online? And I will say, uh, as always, okay, Cupid, because you get to select asexual, demisexual, etc. So that you, if you're comfortable doing that, you can put it right out there and come up in specific searches for people looking for you because there are people looking for you. Mm-hmm. Um. And I honestly would say if you don't feel comfortable selecting that or if you're using a platform that doesn't allow you to select that, I would I would say put it out there then that um, I'm I'm looking for friends for first and I'm looking put it out there. I think that's the best thing you can do, you know, because someone else who's on the spectrum or someone else who's um interested or um not some i don't know how to word this and so so that people can get an idea of what the appropriate expectations are yeah 
so they know, okay, this is the expectation. I, I need to build an emotional connection. Um, and I have another idea. Go ahead. Hit me. Um, if you're, if you're just more into like coding, <laughs> uh, get yourself an asexual flag and have it be the background of your profile photo. Ooh, yes. Anyone, anyone who doesn't know will probably look it up. And, and that's something I said, someone asked about how do you, how do you uh, tell if your match is LGBTQTA plus, well, a, a ally, how do you, how can you tell if there's an ally? And I gave your brilliant drag brunch, drag brunch, drag yep. brunch, two <laughs> words. And I also said, but in your profiles, you're going to want that emoji, put that, put that flag in your profile. Make sure to say what your pronouns are in your profile. And we, we really need to be doing that anyway. Yeah. You know, we need to be putting in all of our social media, dating profiles, whatever, what our pronouns are. Yeah. Did and I send you that one TikTok that was like, for the last time, my pronouns are icon <laughs> and experience pay me. <laughs> And she, her, hers. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really do think putting that in your profile conveys it and communicates a lot. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it communicates that you acknowledge that this is a thing. <laughs> this is a real thing. Yeah. And that you are an ally. So uh, I like the coded approach. Yeah. Just because yep. I think it's easier. It's kind of like the people who are sober or in a 12 step program and say, I'm taking mm. things one day at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, there, mm. there's code for all of these things. Right. Uh, did we answer that question? So, I yes. So. Um, are we still a requirement expectation? Yes, we answered it. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Thank you, next. Thank you. Next. <laughs> uh, friend and I finally were able to say how we felt after two years of keeping it in. We talk about future plans and how we're so happy and lucky. We are, mm -hmm. that we could express this. He is hesitant on sex now, doesn't want to ruin the beginning, but talks about future mm -hmm. kids. Should I be concerned? What? What? Hmm. Uh, hold on. Piece hmm. this together. Friend and I finally were able to say how we felt after two years. We talk about future plans and how we were so happy and lucky that we He is hesitant on sex now, doesn't want to ruin the beginning, mm -hmm. but talks about future kids. So I'm interpreting this as you've not had sex yet. Yes. That's how I'm reading this. Yes. Okay. That's how I'm reading it as well. Um, I would need to know how long it's been, I think, <laughs> to know how to respond to this. Yeah. You know, in cases where you've been friends with somebody for a really long time and there's been this mutual attraction and you finally, you finally express it, I think that you're you got to take it to the, to the, to the new level really fast. Hmm. Hmm. I think the longer you stay in that friendship place, the more likely it is you will stay in that friendship place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the, my uh, inclination here is to think that he's probably afraid of disappointing you for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Either, either valid or not. I don't know what's going on there, but yeah. I, feel like he might think you're out of his league or something like that like there's a there's a reason probably is it that he's afraid the sex is going to be bad well 
I, I mean, that's are we not saying on. the same thing? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> we are. You're yeah. an asshole. Yes. <laughs> yes, I think it sounds if if we're interpreting what she's saying correctly, yeah. it sounds like his concern is the sex isn't going to be good. Mm-hmm. Like after all this time, what if the sex isn't good? Well, what if it is? Let's go. Fifth, let's go glass half full, my friend. Yeah. What if it's fucking? What if it knocks your socks off? Right. But also, you know, I mean, there's bad and then there's like everything less than knock your socks off, right. which is most sexual encounters, right? Right, exactly. Like so the sad if, thing if is- this isn't, yeah, like let's go into this with realistic expectations. Yeah. <laughs> but also dignity, right. you know? <laughs> and you know, let's just try it. That brings up an interesting point because we don't really hear a lot of- um coaches or experts or whatever, uh, educating men on how to communicate their needs in bed. And I wonder if that's because it, it's so easy to get a guy off. Uh, that's with, my assumption. Like with the exception of no teeth. Step one, show up. <laughs> I'll just <done>. be there. <laughs> but yes. So uh, that's, but yet with women, it's like, this is how you communicate and this is what you say. But I also think, you know why there's so much directed at women because men's egos are so fragile when it comes to sex that we have yeah. to be so delicate yeah, about how we express this. Yes. Yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, the other possibility is he has a kink that he's afraid to share with you. Oh. You know, this really just comes down to like, like most, most, quote unquote problems when it comes to dating or sex really can be solved with asking a question. Sure. Or talking about it. Yeah. Please follow up with us. Let us know. We love the tea. We, we have to create a hotline. <laughs> the tea hotline. <laughs> Fuck that guy tea hotline. Um, so I would ask him, you know, what is, what is he, what is his concerns? Yeah. But talks about future kids. He doesn't want to ruin the beginning, but talks about future kids. It's, uh, I don't know. It kind of sounds like maybe he's holding off on having sex with her. Right? For sure. And I, For sure. I, yeah, I assume he's, there's a reason. Yes. There's <laughs> he's a reason. afraid of something. Yes. there. He's definitely afraid of something. And I think you need to talk to him and, and, uh, and find out what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. New to online dating, guys ask for my number and I'm scared to give it out. A few friends of mine have had stalkers. Advice on safety. Uh, you can get a Google voice number. That's not traceable to your name. Yeah. You can, <clears throat> you can create a burner email address or probably right. even get a burner phone. Yeah. Well, that's a little extreme. That's a little extreme. <laughs> um, you can create it like a burner email address that's not associated with your name. Yeah. Um, you can, and, and be really careful when you guys are doing Zooms. Uh, make sure your name isn't visible. I always, whenever I do my uh, workshops, I always have to edit out all the names, like the last names. Oh, so re- I was going to sh- say first names even? No, the last yeah. names, because a lot of times when people create their account, they don't realize, oh, my first name, my full name is going to be visible. Right. So just be really mindful of that. Uh, so, But you can Zoom, and this could be a really good, um, like I think not giving, we've talked about this, not giving out your phone number I think is probably best, right, until yeah. you make that I mean, that there's date. any number of platforms you can use, Skype. I mean, right. You know, you can, you can do all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Um, but Google voice is a great, is the great way to go. 
but also, you know, I think a, a really, really productive approach would be to trust that you're going out with somebody that wouldn't treat you that way. Yeah. You know, uh, and, uh, and seeing when people say, how do we, how do we fix our trust issues? This is one of those things where we g- you give your phone number to somebody, even though it kind of makes you nervous, give your phone number out, or at the very least, give that Google voice number out and mm. see how they react. Mm-hmm. See what they do. That's what I'm talking about by these little steps of rebuilding your trust. You know, trust the people you probably think in your gut you shouldn't trust, but trust it in a safe way, like giving out a Google voice number yeah. and let them show you, hey, okay, if this doesn't work out, I'm not going to, I'm not going to blow up your phone. And that little by little, that's how you rebuild your trust right. is taking little steps here and there. So Google voice. Okay. Final thoughts? No, I've said it all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Datalogycoach.com. Join the mailing list. Datalogycoach.substack.com. I post three uh, exclusive dating advice columns per week or uh, three exclusive posts per week with dating related uh, content. Um, You can go to Datalogy. uh, Hold on. Patreon.com slash Datalogypod to become a member. We post, we're now posting our, uh, podcast on, I'd say probably Mondays. So new, new episodes every Monday. We've been holding up on that. There are some mini episodes also going up for the Substack, stack, datalogycoach.substack.com, three exclusive posts per week, as well as uh, a mini episode per week, uh, that is exclusive to Substack. Is that the big little bonus episode? The big little bonus episodes. My favorites. <laughs> So uh, join the join the community. It's it's a fun group, and uh, follow me on TikTok data, at Datology Coach. And please don't be mean to me just because I said something that you don't agree with. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Thank you. Thank next. you. Next. Thank you. Next. Bye. Bye.